0: How's it going, everybody, and welcome to the Complete Dad Podcast. Joshua, how's it going?
1: I'm really well, brother. How are you?
0: I'm all right. I'm a little bit bummed because yesterday I recorded the Monday meditations and then um, found that the audio quality wasn't as uh, I wanted to be and therefore decided actually not to release it after meditating on that. But otherwise, I'm pretty excited, actually, um, about the thing that I talked about yesterday, which we'll get into a little bit deeper, I'm sure. But just, I think in the kind of, it's so funny how you and me kind of dovetail so many times in where we're at, what we're experiencing and what we're looking into, I suppose it's not really a coincidence when we kind of read the same things and talk every week.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like a feedback loop on the stuff that we read yeah. and the experience. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and it's 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 funny because there's a couple other guys that I, I hang with that we all say the same thing. and It's amazing you know, when, when you talk to someone outside of your circle and you're like, oh, I was reading so-and-so and And they're like, who is that? I'm like, what do you mean? Who is this? This person, you know, like when, when they're in such, such a tight rotation, it's kind of hard to remember or or a bit shocking sometimes when people reference, like, I've never heard of this person, but like, not to go off on a tangent, but it's hilarious because my son is getting into music. He loves music. And um, he was like, oh, this is this song. And I, I, I literally, like, I'm a pretty big music guy, but I have no idea who he's talking about. And now I know what I felt like, but also what my parents must've felt like when I was growing up and I was like, how do you not like, you know, Wu-Tang? And they're like, what's a Wu-Tang? I'm like, come on, what's a Wu-Tang? Like how, you know, (laughs) anyway, it's just funny that I remember those times where I was so into something and my parents had no idea what I was listening to. And now my son's listening to music and he's like, have you heard of so-and-so? I'm like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'm a pretty cool dude, but I don't have a clue what that is. So thanks, thanks <laughs> anyway. for all those
0: country, those country songs that you've been singing, singing. Oh, send not singing to me. <laughs> I have not yet been serenading you, brother. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, anyways, it's been quite cool because some of them are cheesy, but they're kind of the funny thing with the country is it really kind of connects with real life. So you can't help but or I feel I like can't can't really help actually liking it. My kids don't agree as much though with me. They're not really into that, I have to say. Some
1: of it's pretty bad, but you know what? Sometimes. So for people listening and wondering what the hell's going on, there there are a few really great country songs out there. I mean, there's, you know, that just they talk about keeping life simple. They talk about the value of a, a good partner. They talk about these kind of things. And, you know, I'm someone who's really, I hate to admit it, I'm really influenced by my environment. So, I mean, so are you, Tom, I think we talked about, we like to have our space nice. We like to have everything kind of lined up nicely. And sometimes... Sometimes I just like a nice song. But but that one that I sent you was super sweet because my wife actually sent it to me and it was pretty awesome. So anyway. I'm
0: just laughing because you're saying we like our spaces neat and I'm sitting at a kid's desk in my class with with my nice new microphone stand, which I'm hoping is going to deliver the sound that I want. My desk looks really bad when it's got like sandpaper on, it's got water bottles, pencils, papers everywhere. So it's pretty ironic. And I, I do like it though. It's one of those things actually we can dovetail into other things, but that having things in order, I think, I think it I think everybody would like it if they start to do it. Cause when I started to actually make sure my spaces are tidy and I know where things are and I can walk into a place and it's not like I'm looking at now a coffee cup over there. You know, it just it just gives that peace of mind. And it's just I think we like that. I mean, I, I like to be wild and get rugged and get out there and stuff, but when it comes to my spaces at work and stuff, I find that it makes gives a well gives a great deal of peace of mind when you actually have your stuff in order.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I, I was one of those kids who had a super messy room
0: Yeah, me too. and
1: I don't know why, but now I see my kids' rooms and I freak out and I just have to remind myself, you were like this, they'll get there
0: or they won't. <laughs> maybe, maybe Will Smith had a very like untidy room yesterday or something. Maybe his, maybe his car was full of oh, rubbish he, and he just, he one thing to on top of snap. each other and he just snapped.
1: <laughs> Hasn't, you know, it, it's so funny. I mean, why not dive into it? Right. You know, it's because I think it's interesting. Like I'm actually a pretty big Will Smith fan. I've been enjoying his book. I I really am enjoying a lot of his YouTube content and and it's been kind of neat getting a peek behind the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and learning a little more about him, which is if anything, it's like, right, don't assume you know anything about anybody.
0: (laughs) But he's released Um, a lot of stuff lately, hasn't he? He's done that show on was it disney he did that show and then he i think it was a yeah. whole thing about the world then he's done the national the, geographic thing the greatest yeah. shape of my life on youtube which was kind yeah. of about getting in shape and then he released the book will um which i started to listen to a little while ago which kind of shed a little bit of light because that was interesting because yeah you could talk about it. i saw a lot of posts like i bet you 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 and your mates spend more energy talking about will smith and chris rock than you even thought about your wife or your kids and whatever and i was like well if you're talking about just sensationalizing and it's but when you actually get beneath it and start looking at it, it is quite a, it is quite a good thing to reflect on. And if you have read his book a little bit, you kind of also get a little bit more of an insight into why someone did it, and to understand that when anything happens, there's so much that is lying behind yeah. it. That's what it showed me. That not well, just I, that, th- immediately.
1: So putting the whole biffing Chris Rock thing aside for a minute what I've been enjoying about him and I've been speaking you know chatting with my wife about it is because it's ironic like we actually started to watch Fresh Prince with my kids because I thought it was kind of a wholesome kind of fun show and there's some cool lessons there Um, and then that that led into the whole um, watching his YouTube things because my son started to get excited with him and everything I love that he's just publicly doing the work I mean, that's one of the things like his book and the show and everything was even the the National Geographic show was him starting with, I'm terrified of doing something. And I realized I'm not pushing through fear. So let's go explore and let me push through fear. So that's one of the things I've enjoyed. Yeah, he's funny and and he's creative, but I think he's just publicly doing the work and, you know, he's starting to go through. You can see that book was therapeutic for him. Like, I have no intention of writing A book, because quite frankly, it's not what I want to do, but that's what we do with journaling, right? We're just getting that stuff out. I think that's his journal. So I've been really cool. I've been really enjoying his journey because I think he's doing the work and, and it doesn't surprise me that, you know, that someone like that under that much pressure under those lights dealing with what I think their family is dealing with, whatever the hell I hear from the news is like, yeah, I, I'm not saying I condone it, but I understand why people can be pushed Uh, to the point of doing things that maybe they later regret um, when you're trying to work through as much crap as you're working through. But I've just, I've found, I try to dodge sort of social media, public stuff. I don't watch the Oscars um, just because I'm not fascinated by it, but I have been really interested in listening to the conversation around what happened and all the different viewpoints. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been really fascinating to me. I don't know, what was your initial take on it when you, when you heard about that? Other than well, I don't care.
0: <laughs> well, I just, I saw it when I, I don't know how I ended up seeing it. I think it was actually on Instagram posts. I was like, but that really just happened Cause that was the first thing. I was kind of like, this must be a joke, you know? Cause it's obviously that whole theory that these guys put it on. But I think, I think Chris Rock's immediate reaction afterwards was pretty much real. You could see that he was just like, what happened? Yeah. And, and I was just like, what happened? Yeah. And then when Will Smith started like swearing at him, then I was like, no, this is not a show like that would, I can imagine them making a joke about the slapping and stuff, but afterwards not. I mean, at first I was just, I was a bit disappointed in him. You know, the first initial reaction, I was like, wow, like it's the Oscars. Like clearly this is the inappropriate time to do that. I didn't find the joke in comparison with Ricky Gervais at Golden Globes. I found that the joke was very, very mild in, um, in, in comparison But I did then understand where, if you've read his biography or the autobiography, Will, then you understand that he felt like a coward when he was young and never stood up for his mom when it came to how his father behaved. Um, I thought it's it's a bit difficult, though, because his life is so public. And I think that with all the publicity around his marriage and his open marriage and all the things that went on behind there, and I'll be very careful to keep his wife's mouth out of my name, out of my mouth, sorry, his, his wife's mouth out of my name, his wife's name out of my mouth. Um, because he seems to get very angry. That seems to be quite a phrase that people are using a lot lately in movies and stuff. Keep this person's name out of your mouth. It seems to be a phrase that I've heard quite a bit in, in novels that I'm reading. But um, look, I'm learning not to be reactionary myself and to wait because there is so much behind it. There is, like you say, like when you look deeper into where Will Smith has come from and how he actually laughed. If you actually watched, he laughed about the joke first, looked at her and saw that it hurt her and annoyed her and then went up To defend her honor, but what I do like, like you said, is that he's doing the work and he's losing his shit, and that's what I think we sometimes get down about ourselves as men, and I do. It's like I had a not so wonderful moment last week, let's put it lightly, and it makes me feel down about myself that I'm that the work's not working. You know what I mean? This process is not working, and I'm not growing, and it's such nonsense because if we're going to open up the wounds, if we're going to open up those can of worms. And finally, look at who we are. Like he's finally doing, man. There is going to be so much turmoil and so much yeah. <laughs> emotion it's that messy comes, as hell. That you know, you 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 picture yourself up for an Oscar win. you don't know if you're going to win win it. There's a lot going in the world right now. You are, you have just written this book. You know that you've revealed yourself to the world. You're coming there with the relationship with your wife being super scrutinized by everybody, and then this guy who you know makes this joke and you feel challenged as a man. And I can imagine that I might react the same as both of them on the other end of the side. I might make the joke and I might be getting up and defending my wife and wanting to smack the guy. That's well, the truth. And I'm not sure if,
1: if you necessarily, you know, based on what you're saying, but like, she's also sick, right? Like this was a result of an illness that she has. That's to me, what made the joke so highly yes, inappropriate, yeah. you know, like <clears throat> it's one thing. If you want to make fun of someone's fashion, if you want to make some like, you're out there publicly you're making a joke but like she's getting ahead of it she's getting ahead of an illness that's going to cost her her hair it's like it's 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 not i'm not drawing parallels because because alopecia as far as i understand isn't can't be fatal yeah but it's like making fun of a cancer patient who decides to get ahead of it and shave their head like it's just to me there's certain things that's sort of like i don't know that's driven by a medical thing. To me, that feels hands off. Like That's to it. me, to me it does. Like but if maybe, someone but works-
0: isn't it being cool though, because I mean I'm going to push back a little bit on this because I think it's not like cancer, and I think that I agree that you got to be careful. But like you know, they both know Chris Rock. They've both worked with him, and I think this is a good thing to look at as men, like when we're dealing with each other, because you know if I, like say you and me, and I would be up on stage at some event, and you and your wife was there, and she wasn't having a life threatening thing, but we were friends, and and I, and then I made like a joke about her being the next G.I. Jane. Now, to me, G.I. Jane is one of the most kick-ass women on film, right? So to actually say that is maybe even being nice and being, and being. I mean, just saying open-minded here. Could be him yeah, just yeah. being like, hey, you're the next G.I. Jane, saying like, hey, look on the bright side. And I mean, I suppose I'm that kind of person. I'm from South Africa. I come from a very violent, crime-ridden diseased country at times where there's shit just going on and you just have to either make, and that's what South Africans do. They make jokes about stuff to lighten the load of it. And that's, you know, there, there's so much context to this and I don't want to get into the nitty gritty about their whole relationship, but I do, I do think it makes us just question like how much should we say and and how much are jokes. Okay. And how much are there and how much as men, should we take offense at things that are not really a threat to our, Do you get what I mean? Because was it really, you said, what would the Stoics do? And I think like, if I think that I'm Stoic and I'm sitting there in that situation, I think you could remain stone-faced, look at the person. You could even go up on stage and say, listen here, this is not the way that you treat people. It's not respectful, Chris. I know you and me, we know each other for a long time, but hey, please, like, let's be respectful. Can you imagine the fallout from that? Possibly. He could have taken the mic and said, Listen, yeah, I'm I'm angry inside, but I'm choosing to talk to you. Do you get what I mean? I'm not saying he's oh, wrong. I agree with you. I no, I, I respect agree. him as well, so I'm I'm not talking from a higher moral ground. Exactly. I'm just saying, as a stoic, if I was living my best life, Joshua, let's put it that way, if I was living my best life, I would have acted differently, and so would a Will Smith. So would have he.
1: And and he's come out and said he's sorry, and and so, but this is what I like about it, right? And I I don't know what the right answer is, right? I don't know what the right answer is. In in. One of the the groups that I was talking about, someone was like, there's violence is never the answer. So I don't know. That's bullshit. I'm not going to lie. I I think at some point, you know, there are things that would happen in my life that if my family was threatened, violence is the right thing. Is that the right thing? I I don't know. I don't think that that's the point. I don't get to decide where people draw the line. I'm not the arbiter of what's right Mm -hmm. or wrong. But what I wanted people to acknowledge is that there is a line. There is a line. We all have our own line. Hopefully we haven't been to the point where we need to push or cross it. But I guess for me, because I agree with you, I think what you said is fantastic. I think the point of all of this is it's amazing how many people have come out with like, this was wrong, that was wrong, that, like statement and judgment. And like we just did in, in, the, in the complete that, I just posted a journal prompt for the guys being like, I want you to reflect on this, not is Will Smith still cool, should we cancel him, none of that crap, is <laughs> just think about it. Think about it. how easy it is for us to judge where we are without having been in the situation. You're right. Not knowing what's going on. We don't know the situation. We don't know any about it. We can decide, okay, look, here's the learning opportunity. What, what do I hope that I would do as part of that sort of premeditation of things? What do I hope Mm. that I would do in a similar situation in, in the calmness while the iron is cold, as you say, What would I like to have done? How would, how do I hope that I would show up in a similar situation?
0: Mm.
1: You know, and, and I think it's given us all an opportunity to reflect on some of our own vulnerabilities and some of our own, um, you know, things that trigger us. I hate that word, but it's true because it brings up a trauma response, right? And and so something that Chris Rock said brought up a significant trauma response. I think you hit it right on the head. He's disclosed the fact that he feels like a coward and that he hasn't stood up for people. If you haven't read the book, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are times in his life where he felt he should have stood up for his mom when she was being abused and he didn't. And I think you're bang on man. And I, until you, you can't judge it because we haven't lived that life. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think that I would do something slightly differently. Yeah. Um, But I don't know, but I think the point of it is not, was he right or wrong? That's not for us. I think it, it was a fascinating uh, situation. And um you know, I think that both men, to me, in my opinion, both men crossed the line Um, is a, is a, is a joke in bad taste. The same as hitting someone publicly, probably not. Um, But anyway, I, I I I just feel like
0: reaching through this freaking screen and slapping you. I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm sure you feel like the same way. (laughs) Yeah. I just,
1: but I think, so I think the point (laughs) of it is like, man, life is complex and messy. And we always talk about the guys in the group is like this journey Is messy. It's one of the first things that when I work with my therapist, when I engaged, I have a a fairly new therapist that I work with working through some stuff. And it was funny, the first day was like, are you going to do the work? Are you prepared for it to be messy? Are you prepared for it to be uncomfortable? It was weird being on the other side of that that table, hearing these things. But we have to be prepared to do the messy stuff. And it's going to pull some pretty nasty stuff out of us. Um, I think the best lesson is not to judge and rather to just reflect and think without judgment.
0: Yeah, and I like what you said there. I think that the the point of this and 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 a really healthy way to look at something like this is first of all not to give into sensationalism, not to give into your first emotions, not to come out with an extreme reaction on either side. Because I think as fathers, you know, that was actually funny because I spoke on this podcast that will never be aired um, <laughs> yesterday. <And I laughs> the said, last episode. But it was just so interesting to me. I even said it to my colleague. I said, you know, the way that we are so exposed to media, and we've talked about it before on this podcast a lot of times when we talk with the guys in the group, it's just, if you think how much in input we take in every day from the media, which we would never have had a few, even like 20 years ago. It's like, I get up in the morning, I go to my, my phone and there immediately I'm seeing Will Smith smack Chris Rock, which made me feel uncomfortable. It made me have a visceral reaction without me even wanting it to. So I'm starting my day with this reaction to two guys, Hollywood actors at an event that I will never be invited to, who don't know me impacting my morning and starting me off with a need to then meditate with my class because, and then, cause it wasn't just that. Then I had to like, I had a couple of lessons that I was still trying to get little bits and bobs for Then My laptop didn't work. Then I had this student that's arrived in my class um, that I had to help and do stuff. And all of a sudden, these things started to snowball. But it started with Chris Rock and Will Smith and a video on Instagram. And so that's what I reflected. I was like, man, like watching all this news from Ukraine, the Corona stuff, watching Ben Shapiro and his thing, watching Bill Maher, watching all these people watching CNN, because I like to, I like to watch a lot of different things, because I don't want to get like an echo chamber where all I'm getting is Facebook sending me what I want to hear. Um, and sending me things that are going to piss me off. It's like Facebook and these things that either want to make you stoked or they want to piss you off because they know that it's going to get a reaction (laughs) so understanding that first of all for me is the great one of the great reflections it's like look what happened to you because of this thing across the world and look what everyone's talking about hey you and i are talking about it on a podcast i'm sitting here in germany here in canada we're using those guys but at the same time look what we're using it for and that's the beautiful thing about when you start to change things to being like i've been about corona i'll be honest i've sat there my my um my lounge and being annoyed about stuff and being like, and and reacted and and venting. And I've just been teaching my kids about writing letters of complaint. And I started with this whole, just coming into the classroom and complaining about everything in my life for like five to 10 minutes to the grade four kids. And they're sitting there going like, what's wrong with him? Like, he's just complaining. And then I said to them like, what am I achieving here? Nothing except what? Except making yourself mad and complaining to 10 year old kids who can't do anything about it. I said, exactly. I said, this literacy lesson about drawing, writing letters is important, but there's a life lesson in here as well, that complaining mm-hmm. pointlessly and not putting it in writing in a formal, polite way. And I think that that's what, if you look at last night's one as well, it's like, what did that do? Did it produce anything positive? I'd say not initially, but we can take the positive out of that and say, well, look, is that the way to handle things? Um, so, you know, another thing that I just reflected on in that is that I was kind of impressed whether he was right. And this is what I want to go back to. Sorry. Right or wrong is bullshit. I'm so tired of people telling each other what is right and wrong and thinking Mm -hmm. that they are some moral voice. I'm not even here to tell you what is right and wrong. There are certain things that you're going to cross a line that are definitely wrong and are harmful, harmful to other people straight out. But having a different opinion to someone or doing something like that, when both people have done something wrong, to just say it's wrong and then to judge the person without knowing their background, it's bullshit. And I think that's where we're getting into a lot of trouble in the world right now is people are trying to tell, the left is trying to tell the right they're wrong. The right is trying to tell the left they're wrong. And you and I are of differing opinions on many things, but we have agreed to disagree and agreed that, hey, Joshua can say this thing. I'm not going to tell him he's wrong. He's going to disagree with me. He's not going to tell him I'm wrong. It's just different. And I need to figure out what works for me. And in that situation with Will Smith, who knows how he's going to look back on it one day and go, okay, that was the wrong thing for me to do at the time. But maybe you'll look back and go, you know what? That was the the right thing to do at that moment because it was a, a watershed moment in my life where I didn't care about all these famous people. I didn't care about the world watching me. I didn't care that I was going to look like a total idiot to half the world or more. I did what I believed in that moment, whether it was right or wrong, I put my wife and standing up for her in front of everything. And if if that's one thing we can say, if he is motivated by that in the moment, whether he should have been hot-headed or not, to want to sacrifice your image because everyone loves Will Smith, bro. Everybody loves Will Smith or oh, loves Will Smith. And now, and now, and now, let's be honest, I bet you there's people who don't like Will Smith and are writing him off. And he knew that was going to happen because he was smiling there laughing and he actually made a decision. He he was actually happy. So he wasn't getting enraged immediately. But he started to, he turned it over. And then as he was walking up there, he made the decision to do that. Maybe he got a little bit hyped up afterwards, but hey man, maybe he needed to do that. And maybe he needed for us to all talk about this and to say, let's stop being so fucking hard on everybody. Let's stop blaming men for toxic masculinity all the time. Let's stop blaming feminists. Because I said with a colleague yesterday, and it was so cool. We were just saying let's talk about these things let's these things are an issue let's look at them but let's look at them calmly let's look at them without yeah. blaming the patriarchy let's look at these things without blaming women let's look at these things without blaming this person and let's start to try and understand where they are coming from and how to actually move forward in a in a positive way together and especially as fathers how do we look at moving forward together with our families and as men in society where we start to not start to, but continue to be positive as as men in the world, and continue to grow that, and continue to see that if we smack someone or make a mistake, you know what? It's not the end of the freaking world. It's, People make it's mistakes.
1: It's not. It's not. And and I don't know. And I'm not. I'm not trying to be cool or dismissive of this stuff. I just. I just don't follow sort of celebrity stuff. I, I used to. I thought it was fun when I was younger. But yeah, I used to. I, I did see. I did see a clip showed up on my feed and I, and I say this i don't have a clue if if this is what was said later that evening or if this was a clip from some previous award show but there was a really neat clip of joaquin phoenix
0: yes i was right? going to mention the same one and you where he
1: said where he said yeah. Yeah. uh you know like i i've been an ass i've been mean to people i've been i've been difficult to work with i've done a lot of really dumb stuff but i'm here because You've forgiven me. You've given me second chances, maybe even when I didn't feel like I deserved one. And of course, right, it's powerful if you, if you understand, if you know, right, his brother committed suicide at a very young age. And when he said things like I might not be here if you guys hadn't given me another chance, yeah. that's a that's a powerful thing. And then I think he quoted something that his brother had written. And, and again, I don't know if that was just people are pulling kind of hyper relevant pieces uh, in light of what was going on, but I thought that was the message, right? Is like, here will be the test. And, and again, in that stoic group that I was talking about, there's a lot of people that were really being very, very judgmental. Um, and it's like, well, here's the test. Are you prepared to be, are you prepared to level up your game? By forgiving, not that we need to forgive him, he didn't do anything to us, but by looking past our mistakes. And, you know, and I, and I, I love to predict just for fun. I suspect we'll see Will Smith will come out and do some pretty interesting things about violence and how we react to situations. I think he's the kind of guy that will take this and and try to learn from it and use it as a learning experience, not just for himself, but for everyone else in his family. So anyway, I I don't know that we necessarily need to talk too much more about it unless you have something more to add, but I just thought it was, it's a really interesting, fascinating situation about where's that line, what's right and wrong. And I agree with you, how quick we are to judge and feel the need to label something is right or wrong, as opposed to just stepping back and acknowledging, man, we don't know what he's dealing with. You know, I think both sides maybe made some mistakes and, um, are we able as men as fathers? I mean, so what's the, what's the parallel, right? There's going to be things that our kids are going to do where we're going to go. What the fuck did you just do? <laughs> you know? Um, what the hell just came out of your mouth or what did you just do? Or what did you say about that person? Or did you steal something? Like there's going to be a time in our kids' lives where we're going to have that reaction, where we're going to go. That was our gut reaction is going to be, that was an absolutely inappropriate thing for you to do. And I would hope that in those situations, I can look at what my kids do Mm -hmm. dispassionately and try to go, okay, let's try to understand this. Let's have a conversation. Let's see what, what happened, what, what led you to this Where are you hurting? What can we do to help as opposed to punish? Um, Mm. I certainly hope people look at me that way when I event, you know, inevitably fuck up and I will, and I have Um, that's the parallel to me is it doesn't matter what Will Smith does on stage, but we're going to have events in our own lives where people are going to make mistakes. And are we going to be able to look through those and actually try to see them with compassion Mm. and, and explore them rather than judge them.
0: Mm. No, I think staying on this tech is great because first of all, it's not really about the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing. It's about, first of all, I would like to believe us modeling a little bit more of a more healthy way of looking at things like this in life. It's just one example mm-hmm. of many things that happen that you can either look at in the way that you're saying, look at it very judgmentally or start to look and explore at things. It's more effort like everything else. It takes more effort. It's like, with ourselves, like, are we prepared to explore ourselves? Are we prepared to do that deep work? Are we prepared to be honest with ourselves? Because, hey, man, Wilson Smith slept a guy on stage, dude. I've done worse things in my life, and I think that's. Let's be honest, like. We, we, we get so riled up by what other people do. But if, you know, any guy that's listening to this, I guarantee you, you've done things that you're ashamed about, but then your kid does something and you want to, like Joshua was just saying, like how you react to your kid. It's like, you did it. And I'm like, mm, uh, let's just reflect. Let's stop a little bit and let's look back to when I was young. And that's something that we forget a lot of the times. We forget about how we were before we found the light. And my dad was kind of like that when he became a Christian at the age of 21, his whole life changed, right? So he had this like, amazing like conversion moment which mm-hmm. changed his life where I grew up in this Christian family and sometimes he couldn't understand why I was doing things that weren't in line with what he did and reacted so harsh on me not understanding that I was different and it's a different situation and I might not have had the same experience him and I'm not the same person as my dad and we've butted heads quite a bit because of me being a little bit more like Will Smith was that night and him not enjoying my, like I would watch sports and go mental. Like I'd be that sports fan just going crazy in the old days. I I I still shout a little bit at the TV, but not, I used to be very bad. Like the ref would make a bad thing. So he would, so that's just an example, you know, and just, I think, you know, looking at ourselves and exploring ourselves instead of exploring other people, but explore ourselves through things like this to go, okay. Where have I been, Chris Rock? Where have I been Will Smith? Where have I been like his wife? Where have I been like the public that are looking at these things? Where am I standing in in places of judgment on other people where I would do much better to not stand in judgment on myself, but to explore myself and say, Tom, where are you being aggressive? Where are you being passive aggressive? Where are you being Mr. Nice Guy? Where actually you need to stand up and hey, you know what? Someone insulted my wife and I'm sitting at the table and doing nothing because I'm scared of getting a fist in my face. Do you know what I mean? Let alone being the one doing that. And those are the moments of shame in your life that come along and you don't know how you're going to look back on it. Would Will Smith have perhaps been ashamed that he didn't do anything later. So where's, and how is he going to make that minute, like little like tweaking of the levels, you know, of like, okay, so do I go up and talk to him? Do I sit here and do nothing? Do I stare at him? Do I, do I, or do I just go slap him because it's just the obvious thing to do. And I don't want to go back to him again, but I'm just so glad to talk to you about judging and, and, and not wasting opportunities to look at ourselves and the way we impact our own children and our families and what we're doing in our home before we look at what a celebrity is doing on the world stage. Like, how are you showing up every day? How are you, are you like slapping your kids when they say something? Are you slapping your Mm. kids through the face? Are you slapping your wife through the face? Are you then upset because someone did it on a public stage and now it's so bad? And that's actually the great thing. It's like, why are we so concerned what we do in public when behind closed doors, we're willing to even our kids do all these things, moan at our yeah. wife, be ungrateful. And look, like, I'm, I'm the first one to admit, I do all these things, unfortunately, but but, like the guys in our network and in the complete their network, we make that space where guys can admit to who they are. And instead of looking at Will Smith's fucking up on the world stage to come to our group and say, guys, I mean, you've seen the guys are- all-
1: Will, Will, it. we have some space. <laughs> well, there's some space in the dad's group. If you want to come join, <laughs> it's a safe space. Come talk about it. There'll be no judgment. I'm just putting it out there. I want everyone can come. Will Smith, you're welcome to join the complete dad. We got, we got space for
0: you. We'll hold that space for you, brother. It's funny though. <laughs> you joke, but I mean, why not? I've actually thought about it sometimes, Thought it's so funny because we are nobodies in the thing. That's also a danger we have. Right. It's like someone does something and they're famous. It's huge. And then these, just these random guys and, we can fuck who up knows, privately. Who knows? Is No, but I'm just talking about fatherhood and stuff. It's like, who knows who's actually got it together? Who knows who's successful? Because you look at guys like Smith. No, I'm talking, we're well, keeping Will Smith's name out of my mouth today. <laughs> but you look at him and he, he has it all. You know what I mean? He's funny. He's handsome. He's got it all. He's got the family. He's famous. So people will listen to him and we kind of discount people that are not like that. Meanwhile, there's like Mr. Joe Soap, like being the most amazing father to his children. And I'm going to end this by saying that for myself is that, that's my goal, bro. That's like my ultimate is being the dad that doesn't pass on this bullshit that I've been doing, you know, that's been happened to me from a young age. And the things that I've been doing my whole life is to work on myself so that I am that because I know that at the end of life, and I've put myself into that vision of looking back at my life many, many times is what am I going to value? What am I, what is going to mean something? Like, And what is going to mean something to me is being that complete dad, to my kids that I've taken care of my shit and I've taken the time to judge myself instead of sitting on social media, judging other people using guys who are just like me um, who go through the same things to reflect on my own issues and my own areas for growth, because man, every day that we show up in a house, man, it's an impact on them and everything we do impacts those little kids. I sat with a girl, um, I won't mention who it was, but I sat with her and she said, she doesn't like herself. And I was like, you know, I just realized, wow, man, this starts so young when these kids learn to not love themselves. And that's why us as parents, we have such an important role to, to help our children feel that they're loved at home because then they can go in the world with all these people wanting to insult them and bully them and stuff. And they can make better decisions and feel, you know what I'm valuable. And for my children, I think that's the most, that for me would be the legacy of, you know, beyond comparison of money, fame, Whatever would be my kids going, man, Dad? Like, I really, I really love myself. Because, because how many? Remember, we asked this question the other day. How many people can answer that in the affirmative? Yes, I love myself. Yeah. Not many.
1: <laughs> no, and it's <clears throat> it's true. And and you know, I, I know, I know what you meant when you said, "Well, he's got it all." I'm like, well, he looks like he's got it all. I, right? That's what and I mean. I, I know what you meant. And, and and no, that's what I mean. <laughs> I, did, I know. And <laughs> it's my insecurity after. It, it's <laughs> no, but it's it's completely it's completely true. And and I really do believe that a couple things that I've learned along the way. um, One, when I'm judging people and tearing people down, that is absolutely a reflection on myself and how I see myself. And when I'm thinking that I'm struggling to pull myself up, what's the easiest way to kind of equalize, bring other people down. I haven't really met anybody who does that. Um, So I like this idea of we should see I I would the last thing I would say, because I know we got to wrap up here is it's what's fascinating is your initial reaction and my initial reaction were completely different to this situation. And to see everyone else's reaction, I think reflect on how we reacted, reflect on what emotions that brought up in us and what lessons can we learn about that, about what we think about ourselves and how we see ourselves in the world That's the lesson. If we do anything, if we don't do anything other than that, I think we can all learn from this um, and then maybe thank him for that event. That uh, Mm. is a catalyst for some really powerful introspection.
0: Mm. No, I a hundred percent agree, man. And I think that that's exactly what I was thinking, that this is an opportunity and I I love it that he, I love it that he's given it to us. I know it sounds weird, but I love that we can all reflect and we can all think about that. And I think he's the right kind of person to have done it and be in the situation because it just opens our hearts a little bit more to grace on other people and to realize that people make mistakes. And I think on the stage at the moment where people are doing wrong things and getting slaughtered for it or getting canceled for it, you start to realize, no, like, no, this is not the thing we don't, we don't hold things against each other from 10 years ago. Like Joaquin Phoenix said, and you know, we need to, like he said, that, 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 um, that quote that he said was from his brother was we run to the rescue and we should allow people to run to the rescue if people want to become better and are sorry and stuff like I'm not saying that you're not going to have consequences for things and there's consequences and we need to know that that's there are consequences but don't write people off and don't write people off on the left don't write them off on the right because you're going to learn so much more from people who are different to you and who are doing things that you think are wrong and when you look a little bit deeper you start to see yourself a little bit more in other people instead of seeing things that are dividing us
1: and an important end don't write yourself off when you make yeah. those mistakes. Absolutely. Because we're all gonna make them. Have as much compassion for yourself as we're
0: advocating that we
1: have for other people.
0: Awesome, brother. Always appreciate it. It was a great conversation. Hope you guys that are listening got something out of it. Check us out at the complete dad on net on Instagram. Gonna get a little bit more active there. Check us out at the thecompletedad.work and the website newsletter is gonna be coming out soon. And then, yeah, check out the podcast, share it with whoever you think might benefit from it. And thanks for listening and support, guys. Until next time.